I'm Dr. Sterling. I'm a board certified OBGYN and mom. Welcome to the Becoming Moms podcast, where I give you the step-by-step to optimizing your physical and emotional wellness in pregnancy so you can create a nourishing environment for your baby, your family, and yourself. The information shared in this podcast is intended for general education purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard in this podcast. All right, lovelies, let's dive in to this week's episode. You are listening to a bonus episode of Becoming Moms. And not just that, you are listening to my pregnancy diary. At the beginning of my third and likely last pregnancy, I decided to document the experience and I have not held anything back. I talk about my fears, my emotions, how I'm feeling and coping. It's about to get real. Hello, I'm 27 weeks. And in this video, we're going to talk about pregnancy sleep really excited to dive into this topic with y'all. So if you are struggling with your sleep and pregnancy, this is a video for you. So I first just want to say that um, now that I'm 27 weeks and I'm, you know, I'm not feeling like fantastic, but I'm feeling so much better than I was in my first trimester. My pregnancy is just flying by. And the first, oh my gosh, those first 20 weeks, it felt like every day was a million years. And now I'm feeling like (laughs) I am getting to the end quickly. And so there's a, there is a part because this is my last pregnancy, um, or I'm planning it to be my last pregnancy. Um, there is a little bit of that, that sadness that's creeping in. Not that I ever, ever want to do this again, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't explain it. Maybe in another video, I'll, I'll have more insight into where the sadness is coming from. But anyway, let's talk about pregnancy sleep. So um, sleep in pregnancy is uh, a challenge and it can be a challenge actually from the very beginning of pregnancy. And that's because the hormones of pregnancy are actually changing your sleep patterns before you even have any of those typical discomforts of pregnancy. So we see changes in um uh, sleep patterns, even in the first trimester, like the very beginning of pregnancy, we see that people are spending less time in that deep restorative sleep, which is just, I think nature's cruelest joke, because you've got to be kidding me. This is when I need the, I need that restorative sleep the most. So you may actually need to sleep more hours to get the same amount of deep restorative sleep than you did pre-pregnancy. So there's that, there's the actual, changes that are happening in your brain that are changing your sleep cycles. And we think that this is hormonal, but you know, the our understanding of brain changes in pregnancy is actually one of the areas of um, our scientific understanding of pregnancy. <laughs> I'm laughing because hubby is sleeping. <laughs> he's, he works nights because he's an ER doctor. And I'm wondering if the camera's picking up on his snores. That man sleeps so well. Lucky guy. Anyway. It's really fitting, isn't it? He's going to kill me for this. So anyway, 
Where was I? Yeah, so our understanding of the brain changes that occur in pregnancy and um, after birth are, are actually some of the places that we, we know the, the, the smallest amount. So, um, so yeah. So brain changes um, account for some of our difficulty sleeping. And then there's the, the obvious, you know, uh, changes to our bladder. So you make more urine when you're pregnant. The blood flow to your kidneys, um, and those are the organs that really um, filter your blood um, to create urine. It's a little it's more complex than that, of course, but yeah, so the kidneys make urine and you have a lot more blood going to your kidneys in pregnancy, so you make more urine. So that's why you can start feeling like you have to pee all the time, even before you've got a big belly. So you um, make more urine in pregnancy um, because of the increased blood flow to your kidneys and because the thirst center in your brain actually speaking of thirst center, the thirst center of your brain is also adjusted. So you, um, you naturally, without even being told you need to drink more water in pregnancy, people drink more water or fluids in pregnancy because their thirst center in their brain has been adjusted. So they're, they're more, they're thirstier. Pregnancy can be really hard on top of all the physical stuff. There's the emotional impact of not feeling well and not feeling at home in your body for months on end. If you are having a tough time in pregnancy, you are not alone. I have so been there and I want to help you. Head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com to register for my free class, Four Ways to Make Your Pregnancy Easier and Healthier. This class is all about taking some of the stress and overwhelm off your plate. Head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com and pick a time to watch the class from the comfort of your own home. You deserve support, Mama. Okay, so you drink more water, you're um, making more urine, and of course, as your uterus gets bigger, the bladder is actually attached to the uterus, um, and so as your uterus grows, it kind of stretches the bladder, and there's the bladder has less capacity, so it can't hold as much. So you pee more. Um, so some of the things that you can do to minimize um, the getting up in the middle of the night to pee is one, getting your fluids in earlier in the day. And this is something that I am not great at either. But um, what we oftentimes do is we're so busy during the day, we, we don't drink a lot. And then at the end of the day, we're like, oh, I'm thirsty. And we finally start drinking. And, you know, I love my evening cup of tea too. But um, if we can move a lot of our water consumption earlier in the day, then that's going to be better because we're going to, going to be peeing during the day and not at night. So that's one thing that we can do. Really limiting fluids, for the, especially the last two hours before you go to bed. Then another thing that you can do, um, and this really helps cut out that first awakening that you have at night to go pee. And that is to elevate your legs, ideally above the level of your heart. So just putting some pillows underneath your, your legs and lying down for an hour or so before bed. Read a book, watch a show, what you will. And what that does is um, in pregnancy, a lot of times we have fluid that accumulates in our legs throughout the day. And um, when you lay down, you know, gravity shifts, and then that fluid then re-enters your vascular system. And when you have more fluid in your bloodstream, then your kidneys are going to produce 
more urine. And so um, that first awakening to pee is oftentimes the urine that was produced because now we have more fluid entering our vascular space. So that's another tip. So we've talked about brain changes. We've talked about peeing. Let's talk about the discomfort stuff. So it is, there's a lot of discomforts that come with sleeping and pregnancy. So it actually like getting, a, there's more pressure on different areas of your body. Um, your body is obviously growing and changing. And so, you know, figuring out a comfortable place, to, way to sleep. Um, and then there's the recommendation to sleep um, on your side. What I will say about the side recommendation is it doesn't mean you have to be 90 degrees on one side. It it really is um, having some kind of tilt and not lying flat on your back. And the timing of when we should start this, because it's not there's not really great studies looking at it, the timing really varies. I will say I have never started sleeping on my back before uh, started sleeping on my side before 20 weeks um, because the uterus isn't even really high enough to to impact the blood vessels that people are worried about the uterus putting pressure on um, and even now at 27 weeks I'm still um, sometimes when I'm just like having too much pain or discomfort I will purposely lie on my back for just a little bit to give myself some relief um, but you know even the institution where I'm getting my prenatal care is Kaiser and they don't recommend side lying until 32 weeks. So the numbers are all over the place. Like you'll see when there's things in pregnancy where like you hear a bunch of different opinions, it's oftentimes because we don't have data on it and people are just, it's, we're, we're using a lot of theory and a lot of taking sparse data and trying to use it. So that's why you'll see such a range of, of topics. People wake up on their back all the time, even at the end of pregnancy, and you just, you roll over, you put a pillow, and don't stress about it, okay? This is like a nice extra thing that, that we do. It may not even be that important, but it is. it does get uncomfortable to actually lay on your back as you progress in pregnancy. Okay, so the other, we talked about sideline, and then I wanted to talk about... And like pregnancy pillows and positioning yourself. And the the thing about, about sleep is that because there's these pressure points that develop in pregnancy, you really want to be varying your sleep positions as much as possible. Um, I love sleeping with a pregnancy pillow and having one that you can kind of adjust and use in different positions can be really helpful. I will tell you this, if this was my first pregnancy, and I was planning on having more, I would definitely invest in having two different pregnancy pills. It's something that I've never, I wish I just would have done it with my first. I don't know why, but now looking back, I'm like, yeah, that would have having two different pregnancy pills for all three of those pregnancies would have been such a good way to spend my money. And I think I thought it was excessive at the time, but looking back, that would have been a really, really great investment because um, it's just a way to change up your position. So you're just not putting pressure on the same points all of the time. So, um, you know, either getting a versatile pregnancy pillow or getting more than one, especially if you're planning on more pregnancies and it's your first, I'm not going to go buy another pregnancy pillow at this point because I'm just going to, I, I kind of rig up a situation with extra pillows when 
and take a break from my pregnancy pillow and then go back to it. So that's what I'm doing now. But, um, you know, and I, what I also um, will say is there's a lot of other things to talk about here in terms of sleep. Um, if you are a member of sterlingparents.com, we have a whole, um, you know, a whole other on-demand class about tips for um, getting sleep. Um, and some of the tips are the same, but there's also some different stuff that I talk about in that video. We have a really great pregnancy sleep guide. Um, and of course, um, members of sterlingparents.com can also um, send me messages, direct messages on our private Instagram account if they have any specific sleep questions. So I hope that this video um, was informative and helping you think about how to improve your sleep in pregnancy. And um, I will see you um, for my 29-week pregnancy diary. Um, yeah, have a beautiful day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming Moms. If you are looking for more support from me during your pregnancy journey, head over to sterlingparents.com to learn more about our membership. The Sterling Parents membership now comes with a private Instagram account where members can send me direct messages 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pregnancy is hard. You deserve support. Head over to sterlingparents.com to get the best support available for your pregnancy.